Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Come Play Podcast. This is episode 36. My name is Tyler, and with me today, Bobby, Brandy, and Zach. Zach is back, and boys, happy International Podcast Day. Uh, thank you, sir. I'm excited. Not that we planned that. By the <laughs> way, like this is some, a little uh, pet peeve I have. I feel like every day there's some made-up bullshit. It's like, oh, today's National Hot Dog Day. One time I was wondering if I could just make a national Zach day. Like, can't that just be like, there's, they have That's one for everything. Birthday. Literally yeah. everything. <laughs> no, I want it to be on a different right. day for my birthday so I can get two days for a year. It's actually funny that uh, I actually, a couple years ago, my school was handing out like calendars and uh, it was actually like a national holiday calendar. So it was every day had like a holiday on like all the holidays that you see like on Twitter and stuff like that. I literally had a calendar full of those for a year. So the important question though is, is there a day of like, is there a day out of the year that is does not have a holiday on it? Uh, that's a good I don't question. think so. I, I, uh, I can't be. Are we talking about just I, in the United States or? I'm gonna say just in the United States to make it easier. I can see. Let me let me look. I mean, like I said, I, I feel like every day has a bullshit one, so it's like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's like the real know. ones, and there's like the all right, like someone just made this shit up. Maybe like maybe there's not any on like 9/11 or something. Well, because well then. Uh, that that would be that's like the only day I can think of. Tell, tell right. us why would there not be any on 9/11? I, I don't know. Uh, and now we're gonna move on to Zach's thought of the week. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> no, I like but, that one. <laughs> but seriously, uh, it's been too long, so Zach. Um, I think last oh last time your question was, would you rather shit out uh fingernails, fingernails, uh, yep. or cry hair? So what do you got for us this week? Uh, sorry, this week. It's a it's a little bit of a scenario. Okay. All right. Okay. You get two hundred thousand dollars a year, but every time you drink water, it tastes like hot sauce. Oof. Oh, that's easy. But yeah, the, I, I would I would do that. Has the consistency of hot sauce too. Oh, no. Like, yeah, that's what I was water. looking for. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'll still do it. But other drinks are good, but it's just water that tastes like hot sauce. Yeah, just water what? tastes like hot oh, sauce. Man. So like, what what about stuff that's like mixed with water, like sodas? Like, is that fine or what? Uh, We'll say only pure water. Like, okay. if you mix it into something for cooking, it doesn't count. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm definitely taking them off. Uh, well, I, I will I say, know, man. Uh, man, somebody uh, recently had this conversation, like one of our friends. Um, what? And I said that, like, I feel like hot sauce in the South is, like, a lot more prominent than here. Yes. Like, we have, like, don't it is. we have it and stuff, but, like, you guys, like, that's like your savior, man. No, I, 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 you're definitely right. It's, it's almost a way of life around here. Yeah. Like so if you get something is. without hot, if you get something without hot sauce, you're judged. Uh, I, I can't imagine like if I ever, you know, get back to playing like beer league stuff again, like hockey or whatever, and I go to take oh, a drink of water. Geez. That's what I'm saying. Like, think about it from like, if you're, you know, you're, you know, you're out there playing a game, like being athletic, and you know, you all you could use is you know, drink of water, and it's just fucking hot sauce. I, I, I was say, hot sauce. like it still has all the health benefits of water. It just tastes like hot sauce. So it's literally nothing, but it has the consistency of hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, the health benefits. Like... Yeah, I was gonna say it's literally nothing. That's why it's healthy because it's literally nothing. It's something that just comes naturally from it's this fucking just planet. Imagine a magical world where all the water you drink tastes like hot sauce. I can't. Im- I-, I like to imagine like I fish a lot, and I'm trying to imagine like going on a lake and it's just pure fucking hot sauce. Well, and the fish I, are swimming. I, 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 I was just gonna ask, like, is if you're if you have a pool. 
is the is the water hot sauce? Because like, no, it's, it's just water. for drinking water. Just no, the no, drinking no. water. I, I feel like we should have it for the pool. So though. so like just so like just tap water and just bottled water. Or right? is, is, is right, it like yeah. a magical scenario where you're going to drink water? It, it turns into hot sauce, but like any other time you're using it, it's like actual water, that kind of thing. So like if I uh, go to use if I go to use tap water to like wash dishes or something, right? It's just regular water. But if I go to take a drink right. of it, it's immediately hot sauce. Right. Okay. <laughs> I Fuck mean, that. I, there's not many times I would turn down 200k, and uh, I, I mean, this is a layup for me. Ah, uh, not not for me. 200k I'm, I'm a, a year. I'm yeah. going to be on the dissenting opinion for this one. No, no, no I, 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 I would definitely do it. That like that's a decent your career, oh. like your career is to drink water that tastes like hot sauce. Oh uh, fuck no. And and even even though it's like I know this is kind of bad, but like most people like don't actually like drink like a bottle of water a day. You know, like. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could like drink Gatorade or something, or like, yeah. uh, I don't know, milk, iced tea. Well, like I'm drinking right. water right now, and I usually drink water when I'm doing the podcast, and I'm trying to drink more water just in general. Yeah, I'm trying to drink more water too, but like on average, I drink like maybe like a bottle every other day. Yeah, I would. I'd go maybe maybe a bottle a day for me, maybe like half a bottle a day. So I'm right there on the same pace with you. I think it's it's supposed to be eight cups. Um, or I've also heard like half your body weight in, in fluid ounces or something like that. I don't give a fuck about that. Oh, my body will when it starts to fucking tear itself apart later. Tear itself apart. Jesus. Dude, I'm drinking the hot sauce water. No way. I'm out. I'm out of this one. Once again, Bobby is the dissenter. Uh, well, it happens. It happens. Because I like to live a life where I'm comfortable and I will never be comfortable with that. I mean, I do drink a lot of water, but for uh, for the money. Okay, I'm gonna take a drink it of water is, right like, now. Let's see if it's fucking hot sauce. For God's sake. Are you gonna no, because you didn't accept the deal, so it doesn't yeah. even matter. Good, because it's good water. Oh, dude, it's hot sauce water, is pretty dude. good. I, I could probably drink a bottle of hot sauce, honestly. I will say the consistency would mess me up a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, let's think. It's like up, fucking sludge. Sludge. Yeah. Some hot sauces are more like liquidy. Some of them, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a huge hot sauce connoisseur. Like Texas Pete what? or something that that shit will go right down. By the way, we had a uh, secret Santa last year, and Zach was my my person I had to get a gift for, and I got him a set of hot sauce. <laughs> hot sauces. Hot sauce. Have, have, have you have you had all of those hot sauces yet? Yeah, I've tried most of them. Okay. By the no, way, I'm I haven't opened it, but. I'm still waiting for my gift from my person. Can you guess who it is? Yeah, yeah probably he, Rachel May. He's in this podcast right yeah, now, it's, and it's not Bobby. Yeah, it's not. Well, I could have sworn. What did I? I I could have sworn I already you, got you something. You said you were gonna let me. You you were gonna pay for me to change my Xbox name to Cats whatever. Oh yeah, that's right. All right, what's it? all right? Give me your login info. I'll do it right now. What? That's not, not how shit works. Why do you need login info? Yeah, just yeah. So, I, so I. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll get I'll get you the I'll get you the nice. change. Listeners are like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, talking about drinking hot sauce. Now yeah. they're talking about changing gamer tags. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of baggage in this chat. Fine, right now. I'm working on it. Give me a moment. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna move on to our on first... right now. Yeah, sure. We're gonna move on to our <laughs> first topic of the day. Uh, should fighting be in hockey? Uh, specifically, <laughs> uh, well, not specifically, but I guess. Obviously, the NHL being the big uh, component of that. 
Um, I, I don't know if the other like international leagues have fighting, but regardless, fighting and hockey, uh, it's kind of been a debate in the hockey world since the uh, discovery of CTE and brain injuries and stuff like that. Uh, this conversation has really come up, um, obviously, in the 80s and 90s. Um, fighting was prominent. It's not as so much to, today, but we're going to talk about it and see what side are we on. So... Um, I'm going to ask, like, the first question I'm going to ask everybody here is, you know, you're watching a hockey game and a fright, fight breaks out. Do you actually, like, enjoy watching it? Yes. Um, yes for absolutely. me, it, so I enjoy the fight, but for me, like, I can enjoy it more depending on the scenario. Right. Yeah. Um, like, like, there's 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 good reasons to have a fight and bad reasons to have a fight. And, you know, more of the time, like, you know, if someone's, you know, if someone hits my goalie, right? You know, I hope somebody steps in and starts going after the guy. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. I would love to see a fight happen. But, you know, sometimes guys are just idiots. Well, yeah. yes. So I, I just sorry. I, I just want to say like that. But like the stupid reasons, like those honestly like, kind of piss me off. It's like, oh, like, yeah, I'm just I'm just like standing waiting for the face off. All of a sudden someone comes and pushes me. I'm like, really? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, 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 there's actually, uh, and I'm t- and I'm talking about like if like that results from a fight, like an actual yeah. fight, you know. Yeah. So it's it's not so much a thing anymore because of how much the game has changed. But you know, back in the day, they used to have uh, like enforcers, essentially the guys mm-hmm. that would drop their gloves and stuff like that. And and the for- enforcer, I'm not gonna say it's extinct because that's not true, but like it's dying. It and is quickly dead quickly and but but i've heard stories like i've listened to podcasts and stuff in the past where um they have like former fighters on and it's not just like you get to the face off circle and you're just like i'm gonna fight this guy so i'm gonna push him it's usually like two guys maybe it's like two guys that are trying to make a roster and they'll go hey you want to fight be like sure like that's like literally what happens like in hockey most of the time it's like it's an an ass thing and that's why it's so uh it's, Chris it, it's like a, right now for the flyers yeah i mean I, every team still i i wouldn't say every team but for back in the day i mean every team would have a guy to protect your star players and stuff like that uh it's not so much anymore but you still have the guys that are prominent in fighting mm-hmm. um ryan reeves on the on vegas Brad is the first marchan tom wilson kind of tom wilson yeah like those kind of guys um yes. so yeah I, oh. I i uh i asked that question to begin with because one of the big points if you're on the side of fighting should not be banned is the entertainment factor for the fans um i feel like i feel like if you know nothing about hockey you know that fighting is in hockey yeah. and that might get you interested yes so, you know, you have people that, you know, that maybe they're new to the game, but they'll see a fight and that'll get them inclined to watch more or something. Yeah. Although, like, now they're very far and few between. Um, I think there's a lot of health risks, obviously, as we know. And, uh, I mean, you're you're literally throwing punches at somebody. It's not probably going to be healthy for you. It's essentially boxing on ice is, is literally what it is. I mean, it's just, you know... Two guys just throwing haymakers at each other for what? How long do they usually let them go for? Maybe a minute? Like, maybe a not even a whole minute, yeah. probably. Maybe 30, 30 you know, five, 45 pretty, seconds. Usually they split it up once someone falls down. So once somebody like, falls down or if they start to both get tired and the lines have find a good spot to be like, all right, let's go. Come on. I would say like between like 20 and 45 seconds, yeah, probably. Probably. Um, But so I would say if you're on the side that it, well, you know, I'm not even going to say it. Let's get into 
I guess who uh, I'll I'll ask you guys some questions. So Bobby, um, how do you feel about uh, fighting and hockey? Um, I still think it, it has a spot in the game. I mean, so I did research to kind of see where where everybody kind of stood, right? Um, what I did find, so somebody a couple of the articles said that um, NHL players don't want it in the game anymore. Uh, I found something that kind of contradicts that. Um, I I couldn't totally find the exact like source of this but this came from the hockeynews.com and was apparently written by the canadian press apparently in 2011 there was a poll conducted by the nhlpa and cbc that said 98 percent of the 318 players in the league that they actually didn't want to ban fighting now 2011 is probably right before all the cte stuff kind of broke out so that's worth noting as well around that time yeah, yeah so that that is worth noting and I, I i can say that's also a weakness of that type of poll um what i'll say is that it what i don't understand about the argument against fighting is that they're saying oh it's you know it's it's gonna cause concussions and head injuries and stuff like that well yeah duh but at the same time it's not like the guy's not agreeing to the fight like both guys have to agree to the fight to get it going right i mean and if somebody and there's 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 literally rules and penalties in place for if somebody drops gloves and goes after somebody and that person doesn't reciprocate the guy who threw his gloves down is going to go in the box and, and get protect you know or maybe even throw out the game depending on what he does you know what i mean so that's I mean, what i don't get here of, kind of the heat of the moment thing like it's like you're really pissed off at yeah. another guy you're, you're a guy that doesn't fight you're really pissed off and you just start fighting and you're like oh shit yeah like afterwards kind yeah. of thing but like i guess what i'm saying is like it's two guys consenting to the fight right and if somebody does throw a cheap shot, just like any other sport, NFL, NBA, those guys will most likely get thrown out of the game. Like, you can't just, you know, look at the Bertuzzi incident. You know, how long was that ago? Sheesh. That was in the early 2000s. Yeah, like, so he, you know, he threw a haymaker at somebody from behind, and he got knocked down and ended that dude's career. I'm forgetting his name. And, you know, he, now, unfortunately, he was still kind of let back into the lead and still did have a, a career after the fact, but... You know, he was sued for a ton of money and this, that, and the other thing, and he was thrown out of that game. Like, you you can't do cheap shots, but you can both say, hey, let's go, and that's it. I mean, to me, it's no different than two guys signing up for a boxing match or an MMA fight. Um, that That's my whole thing. Also, on top of that, right, you know, hockey's a physical game. I mean, it's definitely not football, but it's definitely one of the most physical games out there that, that you can play. And I think fighting definitely allows for uh, less cheap shots to happen a lot of the time. I mean, there's still guys that do it. Tom Wilson, again, looking at you, bud. But I think that if there's a guy on your team who's willing to drop the gloves and defend their teammates and defend their team, then you'll see less cheap shots. If fighting gets eliminated, I think you'll start to see uh, more people taking shots that, you know, could end up really hurting somebody. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say that fights don't hurt, man. I mean, they they, they fucking hurt. I'm not going to say that they don't cause concussions. I was reading... You know, in my research, I discovered a um, a man named uh, sorry, I'm trying to find his name, Robert Frid. Um, he never made it to the NHL, but he played three years in junior hockey and eight seasons in the lower minor leagues. He apparently had 75 concussions and was knocked unconscious during the uh, a couple of times during that period of time. He's now permanently disabled. Uh, he's 41 now and dealing with CTEs on tons of medication and medical marijuana and all this other stuff. You know, he's he's a mess. He's an absolute mess. Um, and what they keep citing is that he dropped the gloves like hundreds of times during that time. That was literally what he was getting signed teams for was that he was, he was a goon. He was an enforcer, right? He was that guy. 
right? And, and now on one hand, it's sad. This story is extremely sad. This this article, it, you know, goes in detail about a meeting with him. He's a mess, man. I mean, it's something you don't really want to see. On the same token, though, it's not like he got all those concussions from somebody coming up and hitting him in the head with a stick or cross-checking him or head hits or any of that. It was from him dropping the gloves probably one too many times. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's always two guys consenting to a fight. And I think that keeps getting missed in all these arguments. You know what I mean? I, th- I think the, the big, uh, like, if you're on the side of fighting should stay, you're, like, this is what you had said before, um, players basically are held accountable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, like, I get it, but I don't totally agree with it. Because, like, there's other measures to, to keep guys accountable for, like, mm-hmm. You're seeing, I mean, hockey's still in the game right now, and you're still seeing head hits and stuff like that. And, yes, there is retaliation. However, I mean, suspensions are, I feel like suspensions are getting handed out every week. If you ban fighting, it's not like you're banning violence in hockey. That's no. not not the case. You're just banning fighting. There's still ways for retaliation and stuff like that to hold players accountable. Um, I think that I don't. You know, again, I see the other side of the argument. Like, I see that maybe you're less likely to take a shot at a guy if you know that, hey, I, if I do this, I'm going to get knocked out. And and a lot of people say that keeps the game cleaner. But there is other, other uh, like, ways to, to keep the keep players accountable and keep the game, you know, safe. And I, and sure. I just feel like... And I, and I really do feel like we're in a day and age now where, I mean, it's not like hockey is not about the physicalness as no. much anymore. It's about skill and speed. Right. So I don't think, I mean, again, you do have your outliers that, that, and, and like I said, there's, there's going to be suspensions a lot throughout the year. Um, but I don't think it's something like where it's like really egregious where guys are going after it actually hurt somebody. No. I, I truly believe that there is may like besides maybe a few people and a few incidents that you're trying to go out there and hurt somebody in like a like a, with a hit or something. Right. And and um, and, and I, yeah. I get that too. But I, I mean I guess my my whole thing is this. I mean fighting is already you you said it earlier. Fighting is already kind of dying or declining anyway. I was reading the stat that I found was that fighting nowadays only really happens in about 17% of all NHL games throughout a season. Which compared which I feel to like it's high actually. <laughs> no, it's got well, I mean it's high, but it's definitely not as high as it used to be. I mean, there was usually one fight every game back in the day. Got, like, I mean, yeah. think about the eighties, man. I mean, but, that was but, a but rough I mean, time. Seventeen percent, I mean, that's basically like two you know, one out of every five, six games kind sure. of deal. Like and I I don't know, I just feel like that's kinda still high. Sure, though. but also understand that that's probably a still declining number. Like 17 oh, yeah, yeah. is definitely still definitely. on the decline. And and look at the guys getting drafted now. I mean, these guys are either pure goal scorers or two ways. They're not enforcers. You don't you don't really get those guys anymore. And if you get a big guy, he's usually just a defenseman that is able to block shots and maybe throw some hits every once in a while. But not everybody's like this enforcer goon anymore. The goons really don't exist as much as they used to. No. So that's why I'm saying like, yeah, is 17% a little high? Sure, you can argue that. But I would also argue that's still on the decline. And I think it's going to keep declining over over time. So if, for the people who are saying, you know, we should be banning fighting now, I think just kind of let it die on its own because it will. I mean, there's always going to be fighting in the game, but it will become less and less as the game gets faster and changes all time where there's just no time for it anymore. But I feel like fighting is irrelevant now, though. Like, ah, I would disagree. Besides... 
Ooh, I disagree with that one. Because, okay, like, I'm talking about fights that are, hey, you want to fight kind of thing? Like, those are irrelevant now. Like, guys yeah. trying to just fight like that. Like, like I'm not sure. talking about fights where you're standing up for your, your own, for a play or something like that. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about those kind of fights where it's more of a fight. I don't want to say for entertainment, but you get what I'm saying. The like, only thing that, that those needed. the only thing those types of fights are good for nowadays is to get the crowd back into it if you're at home. That's literally but, it. But like I still think that's irrelevant. No. Like I, like throw like I just I agree with Tyler there. I mean, there should really only be fighting to kind of defend your teammate cuz I think a lot of the players are getting smarter now and they're sure. like, "Okay, you know, if you you constantly are shoving somebody around or beating them up, then it has serious lasting effects other than just, you know, going to the locker room for a game. Right. And and, yeah. and that's, so and I that, think you're right about it being like phased out like that, but yeah, they should, they should really like just kind of, they should be more careful about the just kind of useless fights. But I, and, and, but that's a player's responsibility. That's not really the league's responsibility. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that, but I'm, I'm saying, I think they are just getting smarter about it. Cause they don't, I think a lot of the guys out there, their true intention is not to hurt people and leave, you know, lasting scars. Right. And but like but like I said, the, the whole thing with this is like, you know, you you like I said, you guys two guys have to agree a lot of time to both drop gloves and go at it. I mean, sure, there's pushing and shoving in front of the crease or in the boards or whatever the hell. That happens all the time. And but that's usually not a fight, right? I mean, that's usually just a quick scrum and then by the time it starts, it's over. Right? Maybe that's like the least consenting thing about a fight. But for like an actual full-on fight, it's always two guys saying, all right, let's go. And yeah, I can agree that the fights that, you know, that aren't really for any type of, you know, defending your teammate type thing, two guys just wanted to go at it. Yeah, those are kind of irrelevant. And I can say, I'd say the only reason that uh, it might be a little bit relevant is that it will get the crowd into it. I mean, no, no matter what, because yeah, there's a lot of diehard fans in there that watch hockey just for the game of hockey minus the fighting. But there are casual fans all the time. They fill most of that arena, and they will enjoy a fight when they see one. I mean, hell, when the you know few few seasons ago when the Caps were blowing out the Flyers at home, I was at that game, and there was a goalie fight. I am not gonna lie to you and say I didn't go fucking crazy because that was the first goalie fight I saw live. I mean, that shit's awesome. Um, and on the same token, Emery kind of pulled Holpe into that. <laughs> Not not yeah. for nothing, not for nothing. I, I will I will admit that, but it it was cool for a minute there, you know. And it got it got the whole crowd pumping, even though it was like seven nothing, right? So it, fighting still has an effect on a crowd, and you you I don't think anybody here disagrees that getting a crowd into a game and you know behind you is 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 a bad thing. It's always a good thing to have the crowd getting up and getting rowdy for you. You know what I mean? It, it helps you, any team's chances. Do you guys think that banning fighting will affect hockey's popularity? No. I I don't I, I don't, I don't so, think no. so. I don't think so either. No, I think I think most people maybe, maybe who... sorry, I just want to say like it might have like short-term effects though. What yeah, so short-term it's going to be weird. Like let's say tomorrow Batman fucker just comes out and's like yeah, fighting no, is not going to really feel yeah, well, I, uh, I think everybody here hates the man. Um, Actually, no, don't tell him that. He will go off. <laughs> yeah, please. So let's say tomorrow he comes out, and he, this is right before the season because the season starts Wednesday. But let's say he comes out tomorrow and says, oh, yeah, we're not going to do fighting uh, fighting this season, right? This affects 
things get weird for a little while. No one's going to know what to do with themselves like on the ice for a little bit there because that's a game they grew up with, a lot of these guys, even the vets and even the younger guys that are that are starting to get into the league. Like, they know fighting is a part of the game, and they accept that, right? And like I said, there's still indication that a lot of them, a lot of the current players at least, uh, still want it in there. Um, but what I will say is that, yeah, for, for any of the viewers, going back to your original question, the original viewers who are watching... Um, they'll be a little off put at first. I mean, I would too. I mean, I think everybody here who watches hockey definitely would, you know, see a weird type of hockey this season. But once everything kind of gets leveled out and they, they start to see what kind of goes in place of what fighting would do on the, in, in a hockey game, then I think the viewership will be the same or maybe decline just a tiny bit. I think most people nowadays watch hockey for hockey, not for fighting. No one really well, watches I, it anymore. I, I, I think you're, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think in the short term, like, it would be weird, like, until yeah. people get accustomed to it. Yeah, I don't but, know. I don't know. I don't know how that would affect, uh, like, viewership growth, too, over the long term, because someone made a point earlier about how fighting uh, draws, made, like, casual fans. Yeah, it draws casual fans, because, like, oh, you can fight sure. and not be ejected from the game. That's awesome. Like, I'm going to watch hockey. But it's also but so, it's also a, a generational thing, right? I mean, there was a time true. in hockey yeah. where, you know, people were against adding helmets to the game, even having a goalie wear a face mask, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. that, that, that that was a generation ago. That generation's dead. So now you got this generation. Oh, yeah. So let's say fighting gets eliminated this season, you know, there's going to be another generation of players that come up that never had to fight in a hockey game. And that's, right. that's just mean, that. You bring that it's, up, and, I, and actually, like, you know how I said before, like about you know casual hockey fans like being maybe being drawn to that, but like I feel like that might have been like ten years ago. Like I feel like sure. now what draws people to hockey is the like it's one of the fastest paced games. Oh yeah, by by a mile. I can like I, I can, that's what I think draws people now. I can actually speak for a casual fan. My my lovely girlfriend who is not even remotely a sports fan, like you know never grew up with it, that kind of thing, but. You know, she dates somebody who is really into sports. So I've taken her to a Philadelphia Flyers game. And, you know, the funny thing about that was like for, for a while, she was just kind of trying to figure out what the atmosphere was like kind of thing. But then once it came down to, it, you know, Flyers had their goalie pulled and they were in the offensive zone 30 seconds to go kind of thing. Like she was into it. Like I could hear her cheering kind of thing. And then she's starting to enjoy it because we went to a college hockey game and she enjoyed that, too. She enjoyed the kind of fast pace, like always something happened. Like she hates baseball because it's yeah. yeah because it's slow it is stupid slow and football for similar reasons but she seems to enjoy hockey and she's not really in it for the fighting she actually enjoys watching the sport for the most part is she going to be a full-blown hockey fan no but she'll watch with me if i have it on you know what i mean so it, it's been interesting to see how and why she's been becoming a little bit of a hockey fan so i can say that it's definitely not the fighting that'll draw people in nowadays i mean sure it's a nice little you know, cherry on top for what hockey is, but it's not the main reason a casual fan's turning on the TV anymore. It just isn't. For the Flyers, it's yeah. gritty. Let's be honest. <laughs> so, I mean, I think the biggest point um, here, uh, and we've, uh, you know, any debate you're going to get in about this, and really in sports, is going to come up to the injuries and the head injuries, and sure. and we have to get into it here because this is, you know, one of the biggest points you know, points to the uh, argument, mm-hmm. and that, and the question is, are you are you endangering players' lives by letting them fight? No. Um. Are you? So let me. 
I'll kind of just go off and and say a few things here. So, I, I, I you know, if it if it isn't obvious, I'm on the side where I think fighting should be eliminated. Um, I I don't think that I think because of really the the big factor for me, um, among the other things I've kind of been saying is the injuries. We're in a you know, a world now where we've discovered all these things and how they affect you in the future. I wrote a book on um, former NHLer Derek Bugard, who used to be a fighter and He's played and played many years with uh, with all these teams. And uh, you know, he had so many problems with you know injuries and uh, and drug, you know, uh, painkillers and stuff like that. Long story short, he overdosed. And passed away because of being able to take, having to take painkillers because of the injuries he sustained from fighting. And then it was discovered that he had CTE uh, after he passed away. Um, And this is a guy that had done it for, you know, for a while. Um, This kind of ties into another conversation. Uh, Well, it it doesn't really, but I'm going to, I'm going to put it together here Uh, on a podcast I listened to. Uh, former NHL Eller uh, Riley Cote, yeah. uh, who used to be a fighter as well, has been really into um, getting, you know, uh, using marijuana or uh, using, excuse me, um, yeah, medicinal like, marijuana, CBD, all that, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Like him, stuff. Him and him and Dan Carcillo are both uh, been the huge advocates uh, over the past couple of years for this, right? And, and, you know, that's a lot to do with injuries and stuff like that. And, right. you know, you're talking about two guys that, like, that was their life, too. Like, you know, I, I just feel like the injuries that are sustained and the life risks, um, you know, you want to be able to uh, walk, you know, walk away from the game uh, and be able to, you know, see your kids go to school and, you know, be able to have a catch outside. Like you don't want to be in a state where you're so messed up because of an injury. And I just think, and look, injuries are going to happen in hockey. I'm not denying that you can get hit and get a concussion and, and be in trouble. But I think in my opinion, fighting is unnecessary and it is called, it can cause injuries that are can be avoided essentially. I, I, I still, I still am under the impression, and, and listen, I hear what you're saying, and, and I hear what a lot of these former NHLers are saying, and, and, and everything like that. And to an extent, I, I agree with what they're doing, and, and the NHL, you know, should be just like many, like the NFL and other leagues that have have you know a bad history with head injuries, be taking steps to make sure that you know players are as safe as they could possibly be, right? And now we can argue all day about whether or not the NHL has done a good job or the NFL has done a good job. I'm not interested in that aspect right now. But, you know, you're starting to see, you know, head hits are basically automatic injections at this point. Like, you know, you're automatically thrown out. Like, even where I disagreed with the whole Jake Voracek hit where he got a two-game suspension, you know, NHL has zero tolerance for it at this point. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. NFL took a stand on what's-his-name today. Uh, Yeah, spending him for the season over all that bullshit. So there's there's really no place for those types of hit anymore. But what I still can't get past in terms of fighting, and, you know, yes, and I can agree with you that, you know, two guys just kind of randomly dropping the gloves is kind of weird nowadays. But for a a defending your teammate or defending your, you know, somebody's, uh, you know, standpoint, the fight still kind of makes sense, right? And, And like I keep saying, you know, 
as sad as the Bugard situation is, and as sad as some of the other guys' situation is, I'm not saying they're to blame, but what I am saying is that, you know, they that was the style they chose to play, and they really didn't have to. Yeah. That's that. Right. That's what I still can't get past there. I I, I get it that you know, it, it's a shame that he had you know all those stuff and he ended up dying of an overdose. And look, there's a whole other you know aspect to that that whole conversation too with the CBD and medical marijuana and you know because part of what happened to Bugar was all the opioid stuff, which is an epidemic. Epi, sorry, epidemic that the U.S. is currently facing, and that's why medical marijuana has been on the rise. But like I said, what I, I still can't get past is that nobody is needs to fight in a hockey game. A lot of guys don't, right? A lot of the, the goal scorers and a lot of the playmakers that, that the teams have don't fight. Even a lot of fourth liners don't even end up getting into it as much anymore. They're just out there trying yeah. to get points on the board. Yeah. It, it doesn't Bottom happen. The line here is that, I mean, you guys said it perfectly earlier. The guys, the guys out there are getting a lot smarter. So really the big point here is that eventually – I think that fighting will just phase itself out of the NHL. Yeah, that, that's what I'm for. I think you're just going to see it as dangerous eventually, and then just not going to do it as much. And honestly, it's already headed in that way. Yeah, it, and, and most of the time, the fights hurt. That's why you know the random fights hurt a team more than anything else nowadays. It doesn't really do much. But yeah, if you're going to defend your teammate or defend your goalie, yeah, you know, try and you know make sure the guy you, you let him know. Right? I'm not saying go up and cheap shot him, but you know, be sure to get in his face, let him know. Hey, you know, I don't like you doing that. I mean, don't. I wouldn't say do it. Marchand doesn't start licking people, but <laughs> you, you fucking know. Like, I guess I'm a fan of, you know, if someone's starting to take liberties, why can't somebody throw a hit on that guy? I'm not saying punch him, but if both guys agree to end up dropping the gloves, I don't think that's a big deal because they're both agreeing to do it. And it's to me, it's no different than stuff you see in an MMA or boxing fight. Both guys agree to start beating the shit out of each other. Right. I mean, and we yeah, can argue. So, okay. I mean, the whole point of safe play is eliminating dangerous hits and. Sure. A cheap shot would be labeled as a dangerous hit. So, right. And I, and I yeah, would argue those guys are agreeing to fight. You do it. Yeah. And I, I would like I said, there's a couple articles that said that, you know, if fighting gets eliminated tomorrow, you're going to see more cheap shots in the game. Well, yeah, I, I don't know how you could even disagree with that, because guys who are programmed to kind of be those rough and tough guys are going to start taking more liberties than they would if they knew somebody was going to answer to them for it. You know what I mean? That's what I, I will say. say. I will say one thing. I disagree with you on one point, but I have a counter to it, which okay. it was going to go to like the generational thing we were talking about. Sure. I I agree that. Um, so you said that guys don't have to like they don't have to fight. I don't think in the game now they have to fight, but I think like you know back in the two thousands, guys had to fight to make rosters. Because in the age of the enforcer, like these guys were not going to be goal scorers and stuff. Like they were brought in to fight, so they had to do it. You know what I mean? Like oh, nowadays, no. it's not like that. But like you had said, like oh, you don't have to fight. Like you can score. But like back in, you know, ten, you know, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, there was guys that had to fight because their their job depended on it. Right. Yeah. And no, I, I hear that and, and totally agree with you. And that was when I brought up that guy, Robert Fred and, and, and his, his time in, in uh, playing hockey for a living. That's what he did, right? He wasn't a huge goal scorer, playmaker, never made it to the NHL, but he was a fighter, right? So that's what got him on, on a team was that he was the enforcer of a team. And I understand that that was part of the game, but not for nothing. Like the guy, I mean, and, and I know Brendy said earlier, you don't know, I've never experienced a concussion. Let me just, let me just say off the bat, I, I've, I've taken care of people who have had concussions and they, and you know, I can tell that they suck, man. I mean, I, there, there's no joke with them anymore, especially now that we know what multiple concussions can lead to. But I guess my point is like this guy, Robert Fred had 75 concussions, right? 
you would think after the first few that you at least knew that he had, you would start maybe thinking about hanging him up. Like if he's not making it to the NHL, but he wants to play hockey for a living, but he's, he's literally only fighting and he's getting concussions almost every season. Like, why are you staying? That that's, that's the question I have for guys like that is like, okay, you have to fight, be on a roster, but why would you want to do that? I guess that's my question. Just, just for the glory of playing in the NHL. I mean, that seems like not having your priorities straight. Well, I, I get that, but, like, some guys grow up, and it's, like, sure. in his case, what well, you said he was in the AHL, right? He was in, like, the, I know he was in OHL for a little bit. I'm not, I'm trying to remember who he played for. I'm trying to find it. But he was in, he was drafted in the OHL draft years ago. Okay, because, like, you know, I mean, even at that case, not now, not all of them are going to make it, but any guy that is in the Canadian Hockey League, um, I'm sure obviously has the dream and are in a position in that league to be drafted to the NHL. So they have to do what they have to do to make a livelihood. Now, do I agree? Like, I'm not saying I agree with it, <laughs> Yeah. but like some guys, like that's what they have to do to make their money or they are so passionate about the game and this is the only way they can do it. Hmm. That, that would be my thing, but I but guess that doesn't happen anymore is my point. Like, yeah, OK, well, yeah, I, yeah, I, I right. cannot disagree with you that that wasn't the case even 10 years ago, like in the early 2000s. Yeah, of course, there were, you know, guys who literally made the lot roster because they were scary on the ice and they, they were just fighters. But now that's starting to start phasing itself out. Yes. Like naturally. Sure. Like, so I, I do think that, you know, guys shouldn't be drafted for just being able to fight or throw a hit i would think an asset would be just to get a playmaker at the very least or or somebody who can actually offer some offensive or if you're a defenseman some defensive value to your team right because at this point fighting it just you know randomly isn't worth it anymore making a statement like that isn't worth it sure there should be a guy ready to defend players if it needs to come to that but for the most part as we've all agreed that those random fights aren't good then you don't need a guy like that anymore. So start drafting and start signing people who are going to bring some actual production value to your team. And I think most teams are doing that. I'm still confused about Tom Wilson contract, but I mean, the, I think it's starting to phase itself out naturally and you're going to see the number keep declining as it goes. I think the league stepping in and saying, okay, no more fighting, that's going to cause more problems than it does. Just let fighting start to phase itself out naturally and you'll start to see less head injuries and less... You know, people like we're talking about, like Bugard and 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 uh, and Frid here. I think you'll start seeing so, less and less of that over the years going forward. So the other podcast we talked about Thursday night football, mm. and if we thought that that was going to get you know removed, and I think we can kind of conclude it at the end, or at least I did by saying, you know, I don't actually think this is something the NFL is going to do. Could you guys actually see the NHL like putting like you because no. everybody talks about it like the, the it, this is a debate. Yeah. Um. But it, it is for the NFL as well, and I really don't think they're going to do anything about it. I think it's more of like a media thing. Do it you is. think this is more of a media thing, or you actually think that they could do this? This is absolutely more of a media thing, unless something tragic happens on the ice as a result of a fight. Like if someone, you know, God forbid, dies during a fight, like right there on the ice, then the NHL might start to consider things. But I one, I doubt it's going to happen, and I'm knocking on wood. I really don't want to see that happen, and I don't think anybody does. Um, but I do think a lot of it's a media thing. And like I said, I do agree with a lot of what Riley Cote and, and guys like them and, and Dan Garcello, excuse me, are saying, um, I, I think a lot of it also do with the treatment of this kind of stuff. But, uh, I think Angel has taken a, a lot of stand on head hits and, and stuff like that, but I don't think they'll ever remove fighting and I don't think they necessarily have to. So like I said, unless something tragic happens, I don't think they're going to end up removing it. I don't yeah, even think it's on their it. desk. <laughs> 
I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think they... I would find it hard to believe them not, like, at least acknowledging it. But, nah. I mean, I, I, I do think it is more of a media... I say media, I feel like when I say that, it sounds bad. But, like, I feel like this is something that's more of a debate for... Or more of a serious debate for people outside of the NHL than mm-hmm. people that actually are the rules makers and stuff like that. Like, I think it's there, but they're not taking it as serious as something like that because... They just think it's fun. I, I don't know. I, well, I feel well, like I'm 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 portraying it really bad, but I'm not trying to. Well, also remember that like, and, and what I, part of what I was reading was that like, if there if there's any changes to to fighting, it also has to go through the NHLPA. And at the moment, yeah. the NHLPA is not in in any state to start changing, you know, fighting because most of the players are still happy with it in the game. So until like a majority of players start to say, "Hey, we don't want this here anymore," then nothing's gonna happen. So we don't know how long that'll be or if that'll ever happen. It's hard to see that now if that'll ever happen. But, you know, and and look, not for nothing. If I'm going to be a little sad to see fighting go away, if it does, it is an interesting part of the game to me. It's really the only game that allows that kind of thing to happen. But I'm not going to stop watching hockey if fighting goes away. I'm, I'm not. I like hockey for the sport of hockey, not just for fighting. Fighting's a cool little aspect, but... You know, if it ends up being way too dangerous and most of the players are against it, I'm not going to say I know better than the players. I'm not watching fighting for the entertainment value. I'm watching it because it just so happens to be a part of the game. I would have liked hockey regardless. I like basketball and there's no fighting. I like football and there's no fighting. You know, yeah, literally no other sport has right. fighting. And I have no problems with each of those sports. I, if I want to watch fighting, like specifically, I will go watch MMA or, or boxing. That that's it. But I watch other sports that most of the time don't contain fighting. So, but that's just me. I know I'm not really considered a casual viewer. Right. I mean, it is funny though when you think about it because it's like hockey literally is a sport where you can get in a fist fight with somebody <laughs> and have like a five minute penalty. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like in any other sport, you get ejected. So, um, we're gonna kind of wrap up this conversation here. I I think I I obviously me and Bobby are on different sides of the fence here. Um, I'm curious, like if you guys, if Zach and Brandy have any last words and kind of just say, uh, what side you're on for this? Uh, cause I am curious, um, as Brandy, especially as an avid fighter in NHL 20, <laughs> I would love to get his opinion. Cause he knows all so, about fighting and hockey. Go ahead, Brandy. So, so I just want to say really quick, uh, it's, it's going to take a lot for, <laughs> Can you stop laughing, kid? I uh, like to laugh. Shut your mouth. No, you don't. Okay. What? Uh, it's, <laughs> so it, it's going to take a lot for the NHL to completely get rid of fighting. And um, to be completely honest, like I, I really do enjoy it. Um, but there's there's kind of a good comparison that I was thinking of um, as you were talking about, like it's going to take something like really bad to happen, like a player player dying. So the thing is, is like if that happens, and um, then I would think the NHL will be very quick to kind of get rid of it because mm-hmm. kind of, kind of an example I was thinking of was back in the 1920s uh, during the dead ball era of baseball. Um, um, it was, so. Yeah. So there, there was uh, baseball pitchers. A lot of times back then they like to like have the, uh, the baseball like really dirty stuff, the ball, and like fans, like if a baseball were to go in the stands, fans would be expected to give them back. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one incident um, where um, the where there was a baseball that was really dirty, 
and um, this guy uh, came up to bat, got clocked in the head, died later that day. Um, and it's the only time, the only time that a baseball player has died due to injury on the field. Mm. Um, so I, I am genuinely curious. It's like, okay, if something like that, and, and I, and I should mention like right after that happened, um, MLB made a rule saying like every time the ball gets dirty, it has to be replaced. So you, you see, you see the, like every time the ball bounces in the dirt, like you see the catcher, like hand the ball to the umpire, like. That's not like an annoying thing that pitchers prefer. It's like that's no like that's an actual rule. Right. Um, so it, I think it will take something like that. I will say as like a fan, like a casual fan, I really do enjoy the fights. That's why I try to participate in them as much <laughs> as I can. Um, but I mean, I feel safe, you know, behind my TV screen knowing I'm not there. So it really just depends on like I might have a different kind of perspective if I was like more of a hardcore fan or like if I was like had some sort of hockey experience myself. But uh, that's kind of my take. I'll say that if if you're on this one of those people who are saying like, no, fighting should be eliminated because I like, you know, I like seeing the fights and it's part of the game and you're fighting just for the entertainment value. Shut the fuck up, please. Like I, you need to I researched my point and have played for years. So I, I made the point and I understand Brandy's point from a casual fan. He likes seeing the fights, but like he even said, he feels safe behind a screen. He doesn't quite understand what players might be going through. But like I said, if players, if the NHL PA and all the players in the NHL all say, or majority of them say, hey, we don't want this in there anymore, I am more than happy to see the NHL take it out. But, but as it stands right now, I don't want to see it go. I just want to say my perspective also comes from a guy that has never been punched face once in his life. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've never, I've never fought. I mean, like, I've had like a couple like fights, like in like middle and high school, okay. but like I've never been punched in the face. <laughs> okay. There. I mean, I, that's good. I wouldn't want to, like, I don't want to be punched in the face. It hurts. Um, Zach, let's, uh, we'll wrap up with you if you have any last thoughts and then kind of just, uh, clarify what side you're on. Uh, I'm kind of on the fence here. Um, because as much as I enjoy the fighting as kind of a casual, you know, watcher, I think, like I said, I've said it, you know, twice, it'll phase itself out. Yeah. yeah. That's it really will. all I have to say about it, it that. Will. I, mean, I, I Like I said. I love the fights as much as I love the fights. It, it's going to go away by itself. There won't, I don't think there will really be like any policy put in place. You know, it'll be all, like if, if there is a policy, it'll be pretty much completely gone, even if there is one. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't think the NHL should step in. It, it, I don't think they should until the NHLPA says something. Not that they can anyway. But, you know, I, I, I like how the game has been progressing. I like the game now, and, and fighting's not going to make or break me watching hockey. It's going to be different if that ever happens. But, you know, you know, for right now, it's a part of the game, and that's okay with me. And we will wrap it up there, by the way. As Brendy was talking, he gave me an, another idea for another topic. So, uh... Hmm. We All right, there we go. Later. Wait, what did what did I bring up? <laughs> I, I guess I'll just throw it out on the show. You were talking about, um, you know, the a, a player dying on the field because of a dirty ball, and a topic that I thought of that we will. I'm oh sure yeah, will, Ray Chapman. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say at some point we'll discuss on the podcast is should pitchers be able to use substances to get a better grip uh, on the here ball? We go. Those compilations on YouTube are uh, are an interesting watch. 
So there you go. I'm always adding to the list. You guys yeah. don't even know. Tyler uh, <laughs> has this massive fucking list that we end up stealing off of a lot of time for for podcast topics. Yeah, in case, case y'all awesome. didn't know. Yeah, it's been awesome. We've oh, it's great. It's been fun. Uh, this came from my list. So yes, anyway, we're gonna move on to uh, in case you missed it with Brendy, and Brendy could take it away. All right, so you so so sorry about that. Yeah, uh, uh, I hit say, play hey. and it like lagged itself. I was on time, like literally right as Tyler finished talking. So sorry. About I was gonna, that. I was gonna say I queued that up for you, man. I know I hit play as soon as you were done, and then nothing happened. I'm like, uh, uh. I was uh, holding my, I was holding my breath that whole time. Sorry. Um, <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually keep in case you missed it in the in the hockey talk for a little bit. Uh, so you guys might really be looking forward to this one. All right. Um, so uh, kind of an interesting story developed. So what would you guys say? Like, try, take it back to like maybe like when you were like maybe six or seven years old. Oh man, what was your like? What was probably the most popular? One of the most popular rock bands there was. When I was six, so that's... oh, I are I know where you're going with this, and uh, <laughs> well, let, 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 let's 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 Bobby, what? Uh, yeah, Green Day. Yeah, it, I'm actually kind of surprised you got that. Oh, so, I know we're uh, on now. Okay, I know what you're on now. Okay, yep. Yeah, go ahead. So, <laughs> very interesting development. Uh, the NHL and Green Day have announced a two-year partnership. Uh, kind of involving cross-platform marketing and promotional partnership. Basically, what they plan on doing is introducing a lot of their songs during their um, NBC broadcasts. Uh, for example, um, they're, uh, they're going to be introducing an, a new opening theme song um, during their Wednesday Night Hockey, debuting with the New Jersey Devils versus the Philadelphia Flyers October 9th. Uh, and uh, in addition, uh, there's also going to be a couple of their songs broadcast throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, it says produced by NBC Sports, a high energy show open that features the band playing their new song on a hockey rink uh, with action shots of more than a dozen NHL players, including uh, not going to pronounce these names. Uh, they will debut later uh, next this week or next next week, this week. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Next this week. Yeah, next this week. Um, so songs from Green Day's new album will be featured in NHL game highlights, broadcast bumpers, tune-in campaigns, and in arena Jumbotron content. Um, now, I'm actually, like, I'm not really, like, the biggest fan of Green Day, but I actually do like the majority of their songs, um, yeah. and I do listen to them from time to time. Uh, I think Green Day and the NHL, like, I think that's actually, like, a pretty good... Um, I, I think that's a really solid partnership, because... I would, I would, I think the majority of their fans like are actually like not necessarily like into Green Day, but like kind of like that style of music, you know? Yeah, uh, so, I've always saw hockey. Yeah, it's like alternative a, punk rock. Yeah, like right. Alt doesn't punk like that type of music or alternative rock kind of crowd. I'm just happy to see a rock band actually be partnered with. Uh, well, with I was gonna like say that. so because so I'm I love Green Day. Like 
uh, yeah. they were a uh, favorite back in the day. And I'm like happy about this, but a lot of people were like, what is this, 2003? And I will say there is a reputation with the NHL yeah. of kind of being like out of touch with their Can't audience laugh. because, yeah, I was going to say, like, the, so every year for the All Star game, they have like a performer. And, and I don't remember like when they did it, but I, some of the performers I remember are um, Pink, uh, Snoop Dogg, <laughs> and Kid Rock. Yeah. Uh, so Well, Snoop Dogg's so been more and more with the NHL, and it's actually kind of funny. He did color yeah, commentary on uh, a few uh, Kings games. This year. Yeah, I was going to say Kings games. Yeah, so like I, I, I think it's cool because I like Green Day, but I'm sure there's going to be backlash just because people are like, yeah, that band was like cool in like 2003. But um. There's but, still an yeah. active band, though. Like, I mean, I not know, for yeah. nothing. Right. I, but like I, all their, you know, all their hits, of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was one of the few that actually enjoyed their their uh, record they released a couple years ago, Revolution Radio. I actually liked it. Uh, I know a lot of people were against that album, but I thought it was pretty damn good. I, I also heard, and I don't remember if you said this when you were kind of introducing the topic, but uh, I heard that there is going to be a similar intro song to what they did for Sunday Night Football. So we get uh, a nice little video package with that too. That I now I don't know if that's true, but that's what I had heard. Like I had seen on Twitter earlier. They keep comparing. So yeah, it it, it doesn't say in here. So it, that might be the case, but uh, it doesn't say on the NHL.com website. So okay, so maybe not. I'm not sure. I, I had seen something from I think um, a, a reporter earlier about that. I'm happy to right. see more rock music. Like I said, just you know, a band like Green Day. I mean, the NFL is just as tone deaf with their performers. Like, who the fuck won a Maroon Five on the yeah. Super Bowl last year? Well, I mean, that that's because who are the I forget already the performers for this next Super Bowl. But like, uh, again, oh, it's um, isn't it Gwen Stefani and somebody else? No, I forget no? already. But Ooh. it's like it's like people that were like fame, like you know. It's Maroon 5 featuring Travis Scott and no, Big that, Boy. That was, that was last this year. year. It's like Jennifer Lopez. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Zach's yeah. got it. Yep. And Shakira, dude. Like, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Shakira. Don't remember last time you put Shakira in a fucking... Oh, God. Never mind. Yeah, so... Never mind. But no, I'm cool with Green Day. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, cool with this. And it, it, lo- it looks like they're probably going to be performing at, like, the All-Star game as well. So would, Yeah, I would Fine with that, too. Yeah, so that that looks pretty solid. All right, moving on, uh, more uh, real life stuff. So, uh, what would you guys say is like? I think we've all like traveled by plane at least a couple times, right? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Ty's gonna kill right, so, those memories. <laughs> so, what would you guys say? Let's imagine you're on you're on an airplane just right now. What yeah. like what would just make your experience miserable? Like one thing. Uh, crying baby yep crying baby really bad turbulence which i've been a part of about fifteen thousand times (laughs) okay well i'm I'm glad that uh zach and bobby seem to be on board so base so they're uh japan airlines yeah thank you dumbass (laughs) uh so uh upgrade from uh japan airlines so let me Okay, wow. This the, okay, and that just popped up. I, I apologize. Uh, so, Japan Airlines has introduced an online booking tool that indicates where babies and toddlers are seated. If passengers <laughs> with children aged between eight days and two years old reserve their seat, a child icon will appear in the aeroplane plan, giving passengers who have not selected their seats 
the opportunity to sit further away. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? However, however, the airline was keen to point out that the new feature does not guarantee passengers will be out of earshot of a screaming child. Yeah, well, I was going to say, like, is it bad or worse to know you're going to be sitting next to a potential screaming child or just you discover when you get on the plane? Well, so it's like, it, I, like if, if it were me, I would just, like, get seated next to the child and just fucking muffle them if they get too loud. <laughs> I- <laughs> Just completely kill them. Just put a pillow over their face. Hey, yeah, uh, while the mom watches. Hey, um, uh, can, can somebody give me like an extra pillow face? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you think people are gonna take? Uh, you think people are gonna take other flights if they see that they have to sit next to? A oh, child? oh yeah, for sure. Oh for sure. So so it, it, this also says uh, the icon does not appear if passengers book their flight through a third party site. So like it has to be through the uh, official. Japan uh, Airlines site. Uh, which, well, that makes sense. I mean, I'm not surprised at that. Okay. Um, and wow. there's there's one businessman that tweeted, uh, thank you, Japan Airlines, for warning me about where babies plan to scream and yell during a 13-hour trip. <laughs> and he said yeah, it ought to be mandatory across the board. Yeah. So, so when I was a child, I always used to get really bad ear infections. Oh, and boy. Oh, my yeah. Mom, my mom, yeah, Bobby knows. I oh, yeah. It being oh, yeah. escorted home one time uh <laughs> and uh my mom told me like when i was like two or three i had a severe double ear infection and we were going on a flight to florida and i screamed the whole way there you were one oh, of them my God. you but, piece I mean, of shit dude, i had a double ear infection and the altitude my ears were probably on fire oh i'm sure like, <laughs> like i don't you know why are you and, on a, wait why why were you on the plane disney uh, or uh, well, my grandparents used to live in Florida, um, so gotcha. we would go down there a lot. And yeah, I think my mom said I was like two or three or something. <laughs> you are. Oh ass. my god. You are ass. Fuck you. I, but I will say, like, I so like I went down to Georgia to, to see Brendy um, and Zach a few times recently, and uh, I got very fortunate with my seating. Like, there was no problems whatsoever. <laughs> like, I got very lucky. No babies on the flight, but that is a pretty. So- cool feature yeah so i almost never get problems with that either because like i usually like try to spend the extra money to get comfort class and it's like it's like yeah you're not gonna have your baby get comfort class right right (laughs) yeah Uh, so it's usually not a problem for me i think that's pretty i think that's interesting though but like for some reason i feel like like some people are gonna take offense to that but I, I don't know. Well, I guess yeah. it's like there there might be like a, a few people who are thinking like, well, isn't I kind of targeting the child a little bit? That, uh, like, I, I don't know. Which makes I, sense. <laughs> well, because it's, yeah. like, it's, it's the same aspect. Like there are a lot. Of, so for those who I yeah, know in New Jersey, when you get your license, you start with a provisional license when you're 17. Uh, when you get that, you're required by law to put a uh, small red tag on your license plate. Right now. It, it's supposed to let everybody know that you're a provisional driver. Um, but a lot so of people may not be as good. Right. Right. And, um, a lot of people, um, even on of time members are, uh, we did our driver's ed in, uh, in our high school and our teacher even said, look, I'm not even letting my daughter put it on the car. I'll, I'll eat the ticket if, uh, she gets one for it because he was under the impression that if she's, uh, she's got that sticker on her, on her car, that other drivers are going to start targeting her. I, you know, I wonder if there's like that kind of mentality for this kind of thing, but I'm not quite sure. But I think for the most part, that kind of makes sense. I mean, it's miserable, man. I mean, it's a miserable experience having a screaming child on a plane. I, 
I will say, like, I haven't actually experienced it in a long ass time, but like, uh, I, I like the, the like the couple times that I have experienced it, like, it's been terrible. Yeah. And oddly enough, there there is one there is one time I had a flight to Seattle, and I was sitting next to like this, uh, the uh this mother and like her like two year old daughter, and then there was I saw like. I saw like two other kids like within arm reach that like couldn't have been younger or older than four years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole flight silence. And I, <laughs> I was so happy. Yeah. It's not every um, kid that screams. It's just, it, it's a it, very it's, common it's, stereotype. Like at, at a, on a plane of like 200 seats, it's like, yeah. it's bound to at least have one, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah of course. So I don't know. I, I well, so it's just a Japan Airlines. So like, I'll, like we can't really experience this ourselves yet. But I'm I'm curious what happens like when one of these major airlines like Delta, United, American, you know, they all they all, if they decide to introduce it, I feel like have to may have to consider. Okay, dude, I love the no baby seating chart. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like if an airline introduces it most people are going to be against it for whatever reason but the the people who like fly like every like every week for their job or something like that are going to be more than happy for this kind of thing right like like the traveling businessman yeah. or something yeah yeah so that's that's an that's an interesting thing it i never does, it doesn't even change change it really like you can already pick your seat on the plane it just tells you where the kids are going to be sitting in and <laughs> it's it's first come first serve anyway, so where's that? Right. Fuck them kids. Get your shit earlier I if you don't want to next I mean, kids. I mean, unless you pick a United flight, but that's a different story. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, you'll you have to deal with something much worse than a screaming child. <laughs> <laughs> a screaming okay, adult that's, that's wailing on you. That's all I have to say. You, um, that's all I have to say. Um, Bobby, did you want to make the uh, announcement really quick, and in case you missed it, or no announcement? Oh, uh, oh, for for forty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Why not? Uh, okay. So, little announcement uh, for our uh, upcoming shows uh, for episode forty. We are going to be doing a sports trivia night where sports uh, video game, well, no, sports video sorry. games. Like a compl- yeah. let's call it complete trivia night. That's what we're gonna call this. Yeah. So right. Brandy here has been working diligently to get a number of questions, and we're gonna be doing a Jeopardy style uh, show uh, on episode forty. So hopefully four weeks from now, uh, and it'll be done live on the show. So I uh, hope you guys will tune in for that and see who actually is the smart one of the group. Uh, yeah, so be sure to look that, and we may or may, may not be planning something cool for episode 50. I'm not going to say what it is, but it might be something you might be interested in. Okay. You talk higher. I could not have said that more homosexual. Oh, uh, well, you know, you gotta, it comes out every once in a while, Brendy. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, wait a second. That was a little off kilter. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Do you ever? All right, All right. continue. So we're going to move on to our second big topic of the episode. Uh, which is, I don't really know how to say this topic, but we're kind of going to go with it. I had this uh, epiphany the other day, or not the other That's day, not good. a while ago, that uh, like, what would be the coolest or like the coolest or the hardest thing to do in sports that, you know, would either get you like hyped or something or like what would be the best thing or your favorite thing, whatever. Um, we're also going to tie that in with some childhood sports memories, which that um, that part I'm looking forward to. Uh, and uh, so we're just going to get into it. Um, I guess I'll ask the first question. 
uh, before we get into like our favorites, what do you think like in all of sports is the hardest thing to do? Like, like a common thing I'm talking about. Like, I'm not talking about like, I don't know, fucking hitting your putter 300 yards. Like I, a common thing. <laughs> I, 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 are you talking about? Um, I, are you talking about as a like child or like uh, no, in like, any sport? At, in any sport, like at, like just regular. Oh, um, probably getting a hole in one. No, oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would definitely put that up there. It, it's rare. I well, I shouldn't say it's rare. I mean, there's a there's a golf course near me and Tyler that uh uh it actually has the list on the site for how many people have hit holes in one where and there's always like one hole in the course you can probably do it. It's just you. So maybe I, so many things sorry. have to be perfect for that. Like not even just how well you hit the ball if you hit it in the right spot, but like is there wind? Like so many things have to be perfect for an ace. So I'm trying to think like how I should clarify this. So I feel like we should do it like as an average person like us, um, you know, because I think one of the hardest things to do would be hitting a baseball. Like I obviously sure. if you're if you're going through the minor leagues, hitting a baseball is like in the MLB. I'm talking about hitting a baseball in the major league like might not be hard for I'm talking for like the average person for all of these like the hardest things. I think hitting a baseball is ridiculously hard yeah. and hitting a home run. I, I if I got thrown a million balls. There's not a chance I'm hitting one out. I don't think maybe in, maybe in like a youth league ballpark like oh I'm talking in, like, yeah. like the four and five yeah, year olds yeah if, if I'm <laughs> if I'm if I'm hitting in that league now or in that kind of field now yeah I'm probably gonna hit a home run but yeah I never hit a home run as a kid and I played ball for a while I never did either I got I new, I, I, I hit a couple did you really but I, yeah. I I feel like our I mean not we didn't like our little league field wasn't big by any means but no. like the let me see the left the left field uh wall was like actually pretty deep wow boys wow uh you're talking about jacob's field right yeah 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 i uh geez i i got i guess somewhat close once and tying in with kind of what we're talking about the coolest moments of of our, our youth right uh I had a situation where I was up to bat it was like it was a really high scoring game for whatever reason I remember it being like 13 to like 11 or something like that and we were losing bases were loaded and I'm up to bat with two outs and uh you know first couple pitch kind of go and then pitch goes right down the plate I smash this fucking thing deep center field and dude I, I even if I wasn't gonna get it over the fence I was at least scoring two right so right. I, I I smashed this ball and I get to first base and I look at my first base coach and he he goes, he caught it. And I turned around <laughs> and this dude, this kid just somehow, and this was like, we were in a little league where you would have kids who were like, obviously like really athletic and you would have kids that like would get lucky. And I feel like this kid got lucky because my understanding of how it happened was he was running and it kind of just fell over his shoulder into his glove. Like, I don't think he had any so, clue where it was. Did, did he rob you or or was it? In, no, it was in, maybe. Was it I don't know. It, it was definitely the furthest I ever hit it. But it was, I don't know, still probably maybe like, I don't know, 40 feet from the fence, probably. I mean, it was deep. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, that, but I, I just I, the feeling of it coming off my bat was something I have like, I will never forget. Like, I got all of it. I just don't understand how it didn't just take off. But whatever. I'm still so mad about that, man. I that was that was almost clutch, like so close. Right. And it's kind of interesting, like whenever we think about that kind of stuff, it's like it's like in baseball, 
um, if you hit the ball like out of out of four swings, if you hit the ball once, that's considered like you know average or like average, good. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. and it, like that when when you kind of think of that in perspective, it's like I I would kind of agree with you when you say like home runs would probably be like the most like impressive thing to do for like an average Joe, you know? Yeah, I think um. I, I don't know. I just feel like baseball is like I would love to be a professional baseball player <laughs> because I feel like it's just one of the best jobs in the world. Like you have, you know, most of the time you're just kind of sitting there in the some, you know, summer heat, just watching the game. You know, you, you you just get to you know chew seeds and spit seeds and drink your Gatorade. and light people's pants on fire and it, yeah. yeah and occasionally like occasionally like run out like in a benches clear scenario or and, and when it rains you don't have to play like it's a great sport. <laughs> we're gonna ban fighting in baseball tyler <laughs> and uh i don't know i just feel like it's awesome but like i i appreciate like, you know like mike trout is one of the few like he He's an anomaly, not because he's the best, one of the best baseball players of all time. It's because he is one of the best baseball players in all, of all time. And baseball is a hard fucking sport. Like, also, also, Jersey represent him. though. Yeah, he's like, I think he's like maybe a half hour from us. From us yeah, yeah, fucking Jersey um, represent. It's gonna be a Philly. And, you heard it here first. Uh huh. You wish. And uh, like, I feel like hitting a home run. Like, I can't. How do you even see a pitch going past you? That is 97 miles. And, yeah, I and, know. And, <laughs> and keep in mind, it's like, you can't really tell on TV, but, like, when you're at the game, like, that baseball is basically going, like, directly from his hand, like, to the glove, and, like, it's, like, super fast. Like, yeah. on, on TV, it looks about 10 times easier, but, it's like, not. and keep in mind, like, it is not very, like, the mound is not very far from home plate. No, yeah. no, not at all. And I, I, like, it's why I've been, you know, and I think, uh, I was talking to Ty about this, like just some of the the batting stances that you see. And no, I'm not talking about that kid from Little League, but like some of the guys who <laughs> lift their legs up with the pitcher. I'm starting to see how that makes more sense now because they essentially have to mirror yeah. the pitcher at this point just to get a you know get a piece of the bat on it. But Ronald like, Acuna does that a lot too, and look yeah. how he's performed. But, yeah, but like the other thing the piece, is man. too, like you have to like. So I brought him up a few episodes ago, I think Matt Antonelli has a, a former baseball player, has a YouTube channel now. And it's oh, funny because he's, cool. he's, na- he's now going back and playing MLB the show, like the career mode. And, you know, he's talking about like the spin of the, of the laces on the ball, like for pitchers in that game, which is obviously something they do in real life. Like, how do you look at a 90 mile per hour pitch? And like in that amount of time have to see what way the laces are spinning to see if it's a slider, curveball, fastball, changeup. Like I gotta th- that, like so it, it's crazy. I gotta think so, that there's so you see that pitch so many times that you start to pick up on it, right? Like I mean there's what, one sixty two games in a season, right? And you see, you know, probably hundreds of sliders during that period of time. So, uh, Tyler, that that's that's kind of where like ass- assistant coaches in baseball come in hand because um Major League Baseball pitchers, like if you look very closely, um, you can tell what pitch they're gonna throw just based on um, kind of like based on their motion and like how they're yeah, throwing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that that's kind of one of the important things about assistant coaches is, is like that's what that's kind of what they teach. Um, so you can kind of tell what the pitch is gonna be before, um, 
before it even leaves his hand. Uh, and that and that's why a lot of times in the playoffs you'll see like pitchers getting changed all the time. Mm. Um, yeah, I remember uh, to get around that. I don't know if it was a playoffs. I think it was a playoffs. I remember you Darvish was getting his pitches like he was doing a certain motion and like the other team was reading his pitches and and going off of that. But like I just, like I said, I feel like baseball is tough. I think like like if I had like the thing I want to do most or my favorite thing. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like hitting a home run would be up there, but like hitting a buzzer beater for the win in basketball, like I feel like is the most hype thing of all time. Uh, like you just like, I, okay, obviously, so, as a fan for me, the first thing that comes to mind is Jordan Poole's buzzer beater. Oh, with like that is one of my favorite sports moments of all time, and, and that and only happened in the tournament two years ago. Same with the the Nova buzzer beater to win the fucking thing. I mean, that was yeah, that was insane. Like, and they're just getting chased around. Like, it's so hype. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Oh, so, yeah. so I will agree with you to an extent. I will say the first baseball home run that you ever hit is probably more hype. But then afterwards, then afterwards, I'd say, yeah, probably the buzzer beater. Yeah, because the home run is like it, it's that is all your strength right there. Like that, how right. far that ball goes. So that that, right. that definitely tells, you know, I mean, a, a shot can be lucky. Uh, a home run right. really isn't ever and, luck. yeah and and I, w- I will say like any buzzer beater um and in basketball like would probably triumph like you know maybe like my fourth career home run you know yeah yeah it's just number one that's like kind of important to Special, me i guess yeah. if we're going off basketball one of the hype things that uh can happen besides a buzzer beater that can happen really at a point in game is getting a really good end one like yeah were you Ty, were you playing in the rec league with me yep. when yep. yep oh my god <laughs> so <sighs> We, me, me and uh, Tyler here and a couple other friends were playing in a, in a uh, kind of a recreational basketball league, kind of like a summer league type thing. Uh, didn't mean anything, but, you know, we were playing town ball at the time, so it was just like extra games for us. So we had a friend who was pretty damn good, really good outside shooter, um, had really good basketball sense. And uh, at one point, I, I from what I remember, he drove to the left side of the net and actually went on his opposite hand and was able to get a layup. And he got knocked over during the shot, got an and one. And we all got hyped for it. We helped him up. He gets up and goes, and one. That's all he said. Ref gave him a technical because he thought he cursed. Like, <laughs> like, and we we were like, we all turned around and we started arguing. We were like, well, what did he say? And he's like, I can't say it. We're like, he said and one. We're like, he said and one. That's all he said. He literally said and one. Uh, That's man. literally all he that, said. And, and it the ref gives another technical for arguing. And he, he, uh. It wasn't even like he was saying it at him either. Like, he said it, like, hype as hell when we were just getting him up. Like, he wasn't looking at the guy. Like, no, he just said and one. And the ref's like, nope, T, you cursed. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. I was on the bench when that happened. And I just remember, I were you on the floor for that? Yeah, because me were. and uh, me and uh, uh, one of our friends, Nick, was helping him up. So Yeah, and I remember you, like, turning your head around. Like, what are you talking <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, my, my history with basketball referees isn't great. I'll one be time in a soccer game, I slide tackled this guy from behind. <laughs> obviously dangerous. He cursed at me, got a yellow card, and I got a free kick. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, right. Zach, Zach, didn't you tell me that uh, one of your friends got like a yellow card for saying Jesus? I don't, I don't remember that. But I did have a friend who got a yellow card and then told the ref that his favorite color was red and then he got a red card. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I like that one. I like I like that one. Um, the same friend who got the M one. This was in high school ball, and I was on the bench for this, but he was out on the floor. And uh, at one point, uh, I don't know what started this whole thing, uh, but the referee said something to him about something, and uh, something along the lines of, "Hey." you should like not curse or something. It's Christmas or it's like Christmas time or something. And he turns to her and he goes, okay. And she tees him up. Like it was something like that. Like he didn't, what, what are you supposed to say to something like that? Like, don't do this. It's Christmas time. And all I heard is my coach is, did we really just get a technical foul because it's fucking Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't That's fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, like bet. I swear, like basketball refs out of any refs I've ever, you know, oh I played God. all this, literally yeah. every sport, and basketball refs are on something, man. Like they're Dude. in their feelings all the time. <laughs> we, uh, we, I think I have more inside jokes with, about basketball refs than anything else in sports. Oh yeah, yep. I, I, <laughs> like you in a it, high it, school it, ball. Me and a friend were on the bench of live. We, were, you know, we weren't starters, and we sit next to each other and. There was this referee who, you know, our our colors were blue and white. And, you know, we had a referee who it was like, okay, jump ball blue. Just like that. So literally every time the whistle blew, we just went blue. Like really left like an entire game just to try and chirp at the ref. Yeah. Refs are, but like a lot of the refs like we have for hockey and stuff like that would be like, like other coaches. Like these were actual refs that were like, I, I guess like a hot like uh, in the association or something. Yeah, we're sent out to our games. And Ty, do you remember the uh, the dude over when we were playing street hockey? The dude who would uh, barefoot and had like oh, yeah, the crazy he would barefoot. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he weird, dude. He was and he's exactly weird. He looked like a hippie. He looked like a he hippie wearing stripes. Weird Al. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he drove. Uh, what are those cars called? Um, the fucking. You know what like I'm talking a, about? Car like a. Uh, like a caravan kind of thing, like a yeah, like a caravan car. Yeah, and he had like like talking. like political like vegan messages, I think, or something written all over and like on the on like the 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 windows. Political vegan messages. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, like something you know, typical hippie ideology, I guess is the best way to put that. But he was he was a weird one. He was cool. I mean, I didn't really mind him uh, as a ref, but I don't know. It was just weird. It, we've had some weird refs in in, uh, in my youth uh, sports leagues. I don't so, think I've ever had a problem with an ump. I, I think I've talked to you this like you guys before about this, Brendan and Zach, but like what you guys played what? Baseball, soccer, so, and basketball? So Football, uh, too, right? so kinda I'm glad you mentioned baseball. So me and Zach, like maybe like when we were like six years old, maybe maybe seven, we were on possibly the worst little league team of all time. Um, no, dude, I was terrible at baseball. Uh, <laughs> I was never good at that shit. Well, let me let me put it this way: like, so me and Zach, like, we weren't really that good at at the time, but like, we were probably one of the best people on that team, and like, that's saying something. So, like, we ironically, I remember this specifically. We so we had a team of like maybe like fifteen or sixteen people, and uh, we lost every single game. Um, Tyler, this was the storm in baseball. Like the close, the closest we came to winning, I think it was like eight to five. Like, um, and and ironically, our team name, the Marlins. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> even, like, 
Whoops. Um, but I, I just, I remember that season so specifically because there, there was one game. Um, Zach, you probably don't even remember this, but like, we had a batting order of like one through fifteen, so like everyone would like get a chance. Um, for some reason, like the, the, um, the batting order shuffled around a lot, and for some reason that day I was fifteen. Um, I remember our team played so badly that uh, I didn't even get a chance to bat because we forfeited. <laughs> um, and I remember, I remember my dad was so pissed. He was on the phone with my coach for like two hours. Then ever since that day, I batted number one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nice. Wow. Um, so like my dad was not very happy about that. Yeah. Um, but that was like probably like the worst like sports team I've ever played on. The the Marlins back back in the day in elementary school, like oh, in first man. grade. So I played, I played on some bad hockey teams. Oh man. And I, and I was the goalie, so I was literally getting hung out the dry out there, man. Sorry. I, like I actually wait no i'm not sorry i wasn't playing defense then so fuck you i was playing offense. no yeah i was gonna say this was like when we were like i think this was like the seven through nine league or the eight through ten league yeah. like i was on a team where i would literally get like 70 shots a game you, so you it. played for we played on the bulldogs and then you play i played on the who'd you were you the rangers no yeah the Ra- no you were on the penguin. rangers that's right yeah and penguin okay yeah so and i was on the yeah. devils okay yeah got so it. it was just like hanging me out to try i will say in terms of like the most hype thing like whenever i made like a really big desperation save on hockey and you made you know, like that that was always fun like that was hype and like i remember like so vividly like trying to like hide my smile because i was just like oh i'm, I'm i do this all the time I'm mr <laughs> cool guy but like i was so hype inside i feel like that would be like i mean i that wouldn't be for everybody but like saving like uh, making a desperation save in like the NHL and a big moment or something would be like another one where it's just like that would be a great moment. Uh, yeah. Making like this like spectacular like diving glove save or something. I'll, uh, uh, I'll, I'll, great. I'll out myself uh, from one of my worser moments uh, in, uh, in sports. Is that a word? Uh, Worcester? Well, it, it, it is now. Fuck you both. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, I almost killed somebody i think uh playing roller ty, oh, ty knows the story yeah uh, were you there no but i the story makes me laugh so hard <laughs> every time okay so i started playing uh inline hockey so roller and um uh, i wasn't I, I still am not i wasn't the greatest skater and this was like my first or second year so i was still you know i mean i could skate i just was not in control a lot so imagine a draft on skates that was bothering <laughs> This was before like everybody passed me. Like I was the tallest kid for a long time, and then everybody passed me. Like in in, in middle school, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't know. I was probably like five nine, five ten, I think maybe like five eight at the lowest at this point. And there was this kid who uh was on the our team during this game, and he was at least four inches smaller than me, right? So he's on the blue line on uh, my defensive zone, and he ha- he got the puck. So of course I went out there to try and get it from him. Um, I didn't stop, and uh, what ended up happening was I crashed into him, and he went completely headfirst into the boards, like, like full on. I should have been thrown out of this game for this hit. Up, yeah, CTE. This kid's probably living yeah. Like right I now. and I did nothing. No whistle. Nothing. Like I smashed this kid. And I 
the bench, it was right into his bench too. His bench erupted. His coach was like, yo, like loud <laughs> as hell. And I'm just looking around and the referee didn't do anything. And he like, he was on the bench and he looked so out of it. Like when they took his helmet all off and everything. because you couldn't stop. Yeah, like, all because I couldn't stop and I, I just couldn't get out of his way. So yeah, almost uh, almost killed a kid there. I, I did feel bad. <laughs> Not for nothing, but it's. It, I, I'm sure he's okay now, unless you know he faced more of. Yeah, later. unless he died. Yeah, unless he died. Last I checked, <laughs> he didn't die. I feel like that would be more of that. But no, that was like. I think that was probably one of the worst moments of sports. Uh, I'm usually not. I can't remember much uh, other bad shit that I did, like terribly would, bad. Would you guys say like Brendan Zach and I can kind of attest for Bobby because I know, but like, would you guys <laughs> say you were like, like the, the at certain points in your life, like the better players on the team or like you were always oh. kind of just like not very good. So it depends on the sport. Um, in baseball, I was like kind of average um, and basketball. I was actually pretty bad, but in soccer, I was definitely like, I, I was probably definitely like one of the best on the team. Um, but I also didn't really, so like we, we, it was kind of like divided between like recreational and travel teams and travel teams was like, kind of think of like, travel is like a deep like d1 in college yeah, yeah. and then like rec yeah. rec would be like d2 right um so i only pl- i only played rec but like you know i could probably play travel if i had wanted to yeah and occasionally we did play travel teams and there was this one there was this one uh one time we were playing a travel team and this coach like for some reason like just kept giving the ref shit and like it got so bad. Okay, keep in mind I've seen like maybe three or four red cards like in my um in my soccer career. And like that was one like the the coach got red carded and had to leave. <laughs> I've never seen that happen. What about um, you, Zach? Oh sorry, yeah. go ahead, Brian. No, I was just gonna say like she she like she stormed off angrily. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Zach was really good. I feel like Zach was really good at soccer too. He was. Uh, I was. Uh, there was a point where I wasn't that good, and then I started to get a lot better after I understood the game more. Yeah. And then well, I well, just kind of—I didn't really pursue it because I don't think I really had a passion for it. But I think I was pretty much like, like I was pretty good, but all the everybody else on the team was pretty good too. So I mean. I mean, we had a couple of guys that were like stars, but mostly everyone was playing on the same level. What positions did you get you to play in soccer? Uh, I usually played attacking midfield and sometimes striker. Okay. I'd play right midfield a lot. Okay. I was a goalie. I, Tyler was most of the time my fullback. Center back, yeah. yeah. Um, um, which is funny to think about because center backs are supposed to be tall for like clearing crosses and stuff like that and i was probably the shortest kid on the field i'll say and, and this is not john you know, most of our our defensive backs were uh more of the bigger guys uh i know we had yeah, one kid yeah. playing left back who um li- he was definitely not fast but he had a monstrous kick so it literally was get the ball to him so he can just send it back to the 50 real quick he like, would take the goal kicks for bobby yeah <laughs> yeah i was the bad goal though but like well i should say so like for me like hockey was my best sport. Like I played mm-hmm. travel hockey for a lot of my life and, you know, was like it was me and this other kid were like splitting time as goalies and like we had made it pretty far and stuff. Baseball I was also one of the 
one of the better kids. I will say as time went on, I got worse at batting. Like, I guess the speed of the ball, like I was saying before, like kind of messed with me. Also, I had seen a kid get hit in the face and break his jaw. And I think after that, I got really scared. <laughs> uh, but like I was the me and I will say his name because it doesn't fucking matter. This kid's name, Justin, is me and Bobby's friend. He was the one who got the and one I was talking about earlier. That's the and one. It was probably me and him were the best pitchers in oh, yeah. town. No question. Yeah, no. Justin was and, easily best pitcher in town and, and probably the best, you know, three-point shooter and everything in basketball yeah, like as well. Yeah, like was an athlete. But yeah. it was me and him were on, like, it wasn't our travel team, but there was one year, like, we had made it really far. and Like, we had won so many games, so, like, we went into um, – I don't know what it'd be called, but basically, like, we started playing, like, playoffs and stuff like that, and we had went, like, pretty far, but that was that, but then, like, basketball, I sucked, because I can't, like, my excuse for basketball, and this could be a terrible excuse, but, like, I've always had, now I've kind of grown into them, but when I was a kid, I had really small hands, so I couldn't grip the ball, (laughs) so I couldn't grip the ball to shoot it, so I could never shoot it, so I would play point guard, and I'm pretty sure I never took a shot in my whole career. Even Um, in the rec league? Did you no, shoot? You, I, I thought you no, shot from right, the arc in, of the rec league. In the rec league, I, there's one game that you, of course, you missed. Because <laughs> you and your dad were in, your dad was coaching the team, and you guys were in, like, at the shore or something. So it was, like, the same, it was Justin there was again. I think his dad took over coaching. Probably. And I hit two three-pointers in the same game. <laughs> and it was, like, I'm pretty sure the first, the first three-pointers in my life and you were not there. For I'm so it. sorry. I missed your recital, dude. <laughs> Bro, I the one was like a wide open three, and then the other one was arguably an N one on a three pointer that I didn't get, but I still <laughs> hit it. And like I was like I, I dude, I was in shock myself. Like so, basketball is never good at soccer. Yeah, like soccer. When I played soccer, it was at the point of in time for youth soccer where our defense wouldn't go past the halfway line. I kept so, trying to, t- I had to rely <laughs> on you to tell everybody to fucking move because so the play would be there. past the 50 and they're still not even at the 18 in front of me. Like why? So I, I yeah, I mean, I've always been a bigger guy. So like I wasn't fast or anything. I, I think so. Like, I, I'm not going to say I was good at soccer because that's not true. But like, I think I was, I knew that I wasn't fast. So I played smart. Like I, yeah. I, I can, contain guys because i know like i played my angles right and all that you didn't um, score on your own net like others by the way i i scored two goals in my whole soccer life and that's uh uh partially because like i said i was defender and didn't move up funny thing both goals were with my weak foot like how does that even work <laughs> both like i scored you're two lucky, goals pal. with my left so uh i just want i want to since you're mentioning soccer again uh one thing i actually did um kind of like later on in, in my soccer career uh i had um a spout with uh indoor soccer for for a little so much fun and, and indoor indoor soccer is probably the most fun i've ever had playing a sport like yeah. ever um yeah. it, it's it's just so awesome so like i like it's it's like 5v5 or 6v6 if you include the goalie and um, I don't I don't know if this is typical um, for um, for normal indoor soccer, but we had this rule. Um, so like indoor soccer actually had the penalty box, um, or at least ours did, mm-hmm. um, where um, or like like we had a blue card, a yellow card, and a red card. And if you got a blue card, you'd be sent in for two minutes. If you got a yellow card, it'd be five, and then red, you'd be out. The fuck? Um, yeah, it's a little weird. 
Um, but there's this rule where, um, like, you you score a goal, you get a point. But if you shoot it from behind, like, a red line, you would get two points. Um, <laughs> so, like, you would get no. two goals in one shot. Uh, <laughs> now, obviously, it was very rare, and I only saw it, like, maybe a couple times. But playing indoor soccer, I would have to say it's, like, that's the most fun I've ever had in any yeah, sport. <laughs> in soccer, so- indoor soccer is my favorite. And, it, like, it kind of, it kind of, um... <laughs> tied in with hockey a little bit because like, yeah, it definitely has a hockey feel because there's no out of bounds so the only way you can stop is through whistles you could use the walls like you could bounce it off the walls and stuff like that you could you, it's like basically you're doing line changes right that, was, that that was one of like so i had two goals in soccer one was in regular soccer and one was in indoor and then one in indoor was like it, it took like a weird ricochet and i kind of like I was, like, pretty far out. Like, if it was, like, real soccer, I might have been, like, outside of the 18. And it kind of just fell to me, and I just hit it first time. And, like, it just went right. It, like, nestled perfectly into the bottom corner. And that was with my left. And I was like, I don't know how I just fucking did that. But, uh, you know, indoor soccer, like, if you are thinking about playing it, holy fuck, play it. It's so much fun. One of the (laughs) best things. What one one of the best things, um, also also like when you're that young, it's like you walk into the walk into the arena and just like the smell is like awesome. Oh like, yeah, it just, it just smells like turf and like fresh grass. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, 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 yeah, oh my god, it's bringing back memories, man. Like we had, I had so much fun, and like we played that in the winter, obviously, and like going right. to the games, it was like, I mean, I know you guys can't attest to this, but it was like snowing, and there was always like this. There was always something in the air when we played, when we played soccer. Excuse me, indoor soccer. Right, so. and it's like you know, a game's not going to get canceled unless there's like a scheduling yeah. issue or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was Whereas, that was fun. I, I should point out, like me and Zach, like when we played outdoor soccer, like basically the soccer fields we played on used to like have a lot of problems with collecting water, so like games would get rained out all the time. Like, yeah, like I would like half, literally half the like, time. Fields were terrible. Yeah, half the times the the games would get rained out, and it would get so bad to the point where like the fields would get shut down for a month, so that like we could like let the grass grow. Like I'm not Jesus. even kidding, so that people oh. wouldn't be like sliding and shit. It, it, like that's that's just fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like I would love to be able to like just step on like a real you know soccer field like over a pitch. And, uh, yeah, a pitch over in like the Premier League because <laughs> that's gotta be like carpet compared. Like we're playing like on fucking ant hills and shit. Like, yep. like yeah. you're taking a penalty on a mount, like a mound. Like yeah, and occasionally, if you were the goalie, you got to stand in the mud for the whole game. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Bobby's, Bobby's going home looking like a pig. He's yep. gonna take a three-hour shower. Yep. No, but I, I think like one of my most embarrassing sports stories of all time happened in travel hockey, and Do I, I like fucking have. I don't know. I think maybe I said it, but I don't remember if I said it was travel. But I swear to God, this still gives me fucking nightmares. Um, <laughs> so, if you're a goalie in hockey, at least for me, like playing in like a young league like that, there's two things you don't want to happen. Number one, you don't want to get scored on by a girl because that would be embarrassing, right? <laughs> this was years two, ago. This was years ago. Remember that? Yeah, This I was going to say, this was like when we were like eight. Like, calm yeah. down around. Uh, number two is getting scored on from like the other end. Well, you <laughs> just brought back one in soccer. Fuck you. God damn it. So, so uh, you know, we're playing travel hockey and, and this is a big deal. I mean, like this is, you know, high, high uh, level hockey at this point. We're, I think we're like maybe 
11 or 12 or something, and uh, we're playing this game. It's a tight game. I think it was like 4-3, uh, the other team, and there's only a couple minutes left. So, like, I have to make the saves to stay in it. Um, and they just they just cleared it from the other end. And I'm young, and I didn't – I actually, I shouldn't say this was like 11 or 12. I think I was younger, maybe like 8 or 9 actually, because I feel like this wouldn't happen at that age. And uh, they just shot it from the other end. And I went to go get the ball, and it was rolling toward my net. And I just tried to basically put my glove down on the ball, like just stop it like that, and left my legs wide open while I missed the ball. It went through my legs, and it didn't go in, but I came way out of my net for this. And all I remember is... I thought I had it, and then I just see this kid running past me on the other team. I look behind me, I see the ball on his stick in a wide open net, and I could have cried. Like I was so upset with myself. Like, oh I, man! And after that game, my coach, after ripping me briefly, uh, <laughs> basically like kept me after the game, and we practiced like what I'm supposed to do. It's like, okay, don't just put your glove down. It's stick, stick down, glove. then glove. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and from that point on, I never let a bad goal like that <laughs> happen to me ever again, bro. Like, I scared the, oh. That was, um, that so was uh, going back to soccer for a second, that was the 50-yard of the kid got on me. I mean, I've never seen a kick go this high. Like, this kid just, it was like a chip, just, and it went high, away from the 15. I was up maybe close to the 18, and the ball literally bounced over me and rolled in. Like, it was, that. I was so mad at that one. So, I I feel your pain. I feel your pain on that one. But it was just like, I let that in, and, you know, at that point, the game was over, and I just felt, like, so shitty. Travel hockey was a good experience for me, though. Like, it made me a really good goalie. And uh, I think my greatest achievement in sports is, Winning, uh, not to brag, all right, but uh, <laughs> winning multiple uh, goalie of the year awards in uh, our oh, hockey league. Yeah, in in and uh, yeah, deck hockey, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. You you were, I mean, above and beyond the probably the best, or at least then the top three at all times at any point. Like even in the leagues we went up, I remember when we were. Uh, we were playing against the the Devils in in uh, the Beaver League, and uh, the kid was so fucking small, <laughs> like yeah. like oh, I felt so bad, like and I I scored a hat trick on him. I I swear he it's, just was frozen it, in that net. <laughs> it's funny that I did so well as a kid too, because like I was like really short, like I was. You knew what you were doing. Like, like I was probably like five foot, like in goal. Like how yeah. did I make saves? Well, you, but, That's like six feet tall. But you knew what you were doing, and you had a bigger frame, so that helped you too. And then like you just I knew also what you were bought, doing. Like, well, not that I bought oversized equipment, but like goalie stuff is oversized. Oh, it always is. <laughs> but like I would, I would buy like nice pads and stuff. I'd be that, jealous yeah. of your your masks back in the day. I remember being really jealous of those because I, I, mean, I never had one. I I I was at the point in my life like, and I look back on it and I think it's so funny because it was deck hockey and not ice or anything. But I was. I actually thought when I was a kid, I'm like, I'm going to make it to the NHL. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody had that idea. Like you think you're so good in a certain league and you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna make it to the big time. Like, you know, yeah. Like I, I, I but like, I really thought I'm like, dude, this is, I'm going to do it. Like I, there's no way, nothing stopping me. And then I'm like, wait a second. I'm not even on fucking ice. I can't even. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, you play out so. and in line and you know, you no offense to you, you, you are a little slow for it, but I mean, you're fine in goalie yeah. on skates. I, I mean, I, that was my, like, 
me and you both had like really bad like we were not never good skaters when we switched over. Nah. So I mean I, I, I handled I handled it and you just ended up me going back on defense and I wasn't a bad defenseman, just you know, I, I could have been a lot better if I worked on my skating just a little bit more. I was gonna say I haven't played um I haven't played organized sports in like years and I miss it, man. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I do. Like, I, 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 I want to get back into it. I'm going to play. I'm probably going to get into some beer leagues. When <laughs> I, I have get to back. work out a little bit first, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I do get... miss it, man. I miss being active. and I, I got to get my dad bod down first. Like, I don't know if it's the competition or like if it, it just it's something about it. And, you know, I, I would love to be able to do it. Um, but I feel like I'm, you know, I, I don't know if it's for all sports, but hockey, like, Yo, men's league hockey is like the people act like it's game seven of the Stanley Cup finals in there. It, like they're fucking cross checking each other, slashing, <sighs> like fights are breaking out. I'm like, what is happening? I kind of like it 40 though. Year olds. I kind of like it though. I mean, I I guess what I like is like, yeah, there there's I have I still have a very big sense of competition. Like I I want to be competitive with everything, and that's why I think that. You know, as I've become less active with, you know, organized sports, that esports has been a really good outlet for that. Like, yeah. I just want to get good at Rocket League or, or even fucking poker for not not for nothing. Uh, but I, I, I still Me have and this, you on the final table, bud. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, I think I still have that fire. Like, if, that's why I want to, you know, when I graduate school in May and I, I go back home for a while, I'm definitely considering getting into some like beer hockey leagues or something like that, you know, organized leagues just to play in because I still have that that competitive spirit. I, I really want to be able to play again. Not to mention, I just love hockey in general. So, but I'd yeah. still play like, you know, if I mean, hell, I've never played indoor soccer. I missed that whole trend because I think I was playing hockey on the side at that time where I was like, playing something else. And uh, I I would do like indoor soccer or basketball even if they whatever opportunity arose I'll play anything man I don't, I don't give a fuck I just want to play. <laughs> yeah, it was good times. I mean we times. we had uh, we had like a small town so like everybody kind of knew each other and for sport like ho- hockey wasn't <clears throat> with that but no, like for baseball soccer and basketball it was all small town so like we would play with all of our friends and uh, and it was a a good time. But anyway, Tower got mad at me at baseball. <laughs> He doesn't remember this. Oh, I well, you had told me that recently. I'll yeah, I, I'll wrap it up with one last story. I just I remembered it was actually involving me and you. Oh boy. So um, we were we were playing each other in baseball, and I was pitching, and you know Bobby comes off the bat, and again, <laughs> me being one of the better pitchers in the league, um, I I threw pretty hard. Like that was I. I Actually, I didn't throw incredibly hard. I had really good control, but like I threw pretty hard at that time. Yeah. So I start off, you know, fastball, um, strike one, and fastball strike two. So I haven't been down 2 and my dad was a coach, and he goes like before the game, before the game or something. He talked about if you ever have Bobby on two strikes, like act like you're gonna throw it really hard, and then just volley the gag one in there. Like, just, just why was he targeting him. me? <laughs> I, because you know how like, like he loved you man true and, it's yeah. true and he just was like kind of just trying to fuck around so i get him down oh two and i look at my dad through the dugout and he's just like giving me like the yeah go for yeah, it go for it so, so i just <laughs> i wind up and act like i'm gonna throw a 115 mile per hour fastball right down the middle of the plate and i lollygagged this one this kid hits this <laughs> to the bottom of the fence 
he destroyed the ball, and I'm looking at there looking like a goddamn fool, and he's just on second base, and he just gives me a look like, yeah, I got you. I'm like, I'm a why did I just give you a pitch you can hammer? You, that was probably the other time you were close to home run. Yeah. It was on me. Like you, I'm I don't remember sure this one. One hop the fence or hit the bottom of the fence. I don't remember this hit. I wish I did because that sounds like something I would do when I got the second. You, you like it wasn't. It wasn't like you pulled it or anything. Like you went to like left. So you were a lefty. You went yeah. to like left center field. So you almost went like oppo on it and you just oh god, I remember <laughs> that. And I just was so disappointed in myself. <laughs> so that was like the one story with me and Bobby in sports. We usually were on the same team but yeah. for baseball we were split up a few times. We but. won one hockey championship together. That's that's me and Ty's uh, yeah. playing the fame and in line. The fame, yeah. Which was fun. But yeah, I, yeah, like I said, I'll always when I, you know, if I ever have kids and and hopefully I do, I I can I'm like I'm definitely gonna try if they're interested. Obviously, oh, yeah, that kind oh, of yeah. worship. But I would love to get them in the sports Same. and and uh, relive the glory days. Live through <laughs> uh, your kids, man. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's so much fun. yeah. Just don't but be anyway. just don't be a dick. We've had some. Uh, me and Ty have had some interesting like parents getting involved moments in our in our sports. Yeah, career. yeah I think everybody's had that. Yeah, it's bad man like, baseball oh, moms are never terrible be never be that parent we, like, we've had uh we almost had a, a parent brawl during a basketball game once um and you got what was even funnier about it to me was that this was during like elementary school we, and we yeah. were playing on this really small ass court everybody who was like there like the fans were sitting on a stage because it was an auditorium and and uh stuff like that too so there was almost a brawl on a kid's stage in elementary school because of a basketball game I don't even remember why yeah, it happened. It's funny though, because like looking back, like our elementary school basketball floor, like it is so the, fucking small, dude. <laughs> but, like if you went to our high school and compared, like the three point line would be on the other like side, like other half of the court. Right. Like, that's how small it was. <laughs> you were taking a free throw, and like you were under the net. It yeah, like. it was bad, dude. Um, but anyway, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. It's always I love like talking about our childhood, man. Like yeah, yeah. it's always awesome. We but had a good. Let's wrap. Yeah, <laughs> let's wrap up the show with uh, Zach's track of the week. Zach, what do you have for us this Zach's week? Zach's track of the week. I got some UK UK deep dubstep. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> we going international now, boy. It's called. Uh, no, this is actually I actually don't know because a lot of the uh, music I listen to, I just kind of. Well, a lot of like the good EDM is on posted on SoundCloud. Yeah. So it's kind of you treat it kind of like a social media account where you follow these artists and you scroll through your feed and see all the new tracks and reposts and stuff. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's how I got into the UK dubstep. That's a story for another time. Sweet. <laughs> um, it's called Young Skeleton by Bangle Sound. That's a, that's good a title. 140. 140 BPM dubstep. So, right. link below, boys and out. girls. We'll link on my Twitter. Yep, you got it. And that is all for the show. It's been a good one. We will be back sometime next week. There's going to be a little bit of a hiatus, but usually record later in the week. But I think, as we said last episode, yeah. some scheduling conflicts this week, so there will be a little bit of a little bit of a layoff. But yeah. until then, we'll be back next time. And uh, it's been fun, boys. But in We'll see you next time. For wow, what is happening with what my... are you doing? You literally right, can't well, do this anymore. Let's start one from the top. Can we it. start from the top? All right, right top. from the top. Three, two, one, go. So it's been a great show, boys. Uh, <laughs> we will be back next time uh, for episode thirty-seven. Um, 
and uh, yes, yeah, I dude, I'm messing like I'm I'm in my head so much. Anyway, much boys, we're ending it. We are ending it. Um, ending until it. Next goodbye. Time, Tyler cannot will... talk. Have a good afternoon. <laughs> we will see you for episode 37 of the Complay Podcast.